It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team ever. Rams Nation. What's happening? What's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. Tuesday edition of Locked On Rams. We are back. Happy late 4th of July to everybody. Hope you guys had a great weekend. If you live out in the Los Angeles area, it was a crazy weekend. Four-day weekend for most people. Lots of busy activities, some great weather, and a little bit of an earthquake. I actually had family in town visiting from Chicago. It was my dad's first earthquake, and he didn't even feel it. He was down in Orange County. If you're down that way, some felt it, some didn't. Uh, My mom lives in Vegas. She felt it in Vegas. The earthquake actually happened, I believe, north of Barstow, which is kind of halfway in between Vegas and Los Angeles. But I'm on the coast, Redondo Beach, and we felt it out here it wasn't a massive wall shaker. In fact, I actually I hung up my Cubs World Series poster. Yes, I'm sorry, you LA fans. I know some of you are Dodgers fans. Uh, check out Locked On Dodgers. A little plug there. But I hung up this poster of the front page of the newspaper back in 2016. And I hung it up last week. And I said, man, in my head, I'm like, if an earthquake happens, this thing's coming down. Because there wasn't a lot holding it up. I just kind of nailed on the wall and hung that thing up. And that was the first sign that I knew that it wasn't a big wall shaker, vicious earthquake, uh, but it definitely had a rolling effect for a good 20, 25 seconds. Went outside, I have a pool at my apartment complex, and it looked like one of those tidal wave pools uh, at one of those amusement parks and was kind of flooding the area as the water was kind of splashing back and forth. So uh, if you've never been through an earthquake before, I've been through a couple. This is my first California earthquake. I'm official. We can stop it. We can knock it off. I don't need anything bigger than that, but it was definitely... Uh, shook the house, got everyone's attention, and a very big talking point for the 4th of July weekend. Uh, But we had a good time. Again, family in town, watching fireworks down at the beach. Uh, And we're excited to be back. Locked on Rams, again, Tuesday edition. If you're not listening, and I did a plug for Locked on Dodgers there, if you're not listening to Locked on Clippers, Locked on Lakers, or some version of Locked on NBA, go check it out. Uh, We have over 100 podcasts on the network uh, you check us out on social for Locked On NFL Net. That's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, as well as Locked On NBA Net. Uh, it basically pulls all of the information from all of our shows, gives you kind of one source to check it out on Twitter uh, and Instagram. They're doing some really cool things with some video work in the NBA. So check them out. It was a massive weekend, obviously. Everyone was waiting for the 4th of Kawhi. He waited an extra day to announce that he was going to be going to the Clippers. And by a surprise move, pulled in Paul George. L.A. is buzzing out here with all the noise of A.D. And I'm talking about Anthony Davis. And I think we need to figure that out because Aaron Donald was here first. He is the A.D. of L.A. Uh, I've seen some confusion even just this week pe- talking with people about A.D. We got we to gotta figure out, go back to the brow maybe. I think that's his original nickname. But him and LeBron, uh, they signed a cast of characters. And then the Clippers, obviously, pulling Kawhi. 
PG as we talk, kind of that surprise move. And now Russell Westbrook is trying to figure out what the heck is happening. The NBA free agency, we always get excited about NFL free agency, but NBA free agency always blows it away. How players are moving the contracts, uh, jumping out of contracts, forcing into trades, things like that. We do see some action in the NFL, but NBA is amazing. And that's why you got to love Lockdown Podcast Network. Check it out top to bottom. They've got some great podcasts here in L.A., around the country. So whatever team you follow in the NBA or maybe even in Major League Baseball uh, will have your team and all the daily news you need for it. Uh, we are obviously locked on Rams. So we're going to get to some Rams content here in a little bit. But we're kind of just welcoming ourselves back, kind of, you know, loosen up the vocal cords here as you guys are driving into work or coming home from work right now. I appreciate you guys listening. Don't forget, you can find us on the new streaming app, Himalaya. Download it. It's free. Check us out. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review if you're feeling it. Uh, we always appreciate any feedback from you guys. Again, you can find us on social media, Lockdown Rams, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. As we get closer to the season, I'll probably start to kick in a little bit more gear to that. Uh, not the best of social medias. In fact, if you're a social media guru and you want to chip in, uh, hit me up, LockdownRams at gmail.com. Or one of the ways, uh, just an inbox through uh, one of the social media accounts we have. Let me know if you want to help pitch into some of the work that we're doing. As the season comes closer, I'm going to start kind of involving you guys a little bit more with some mailbags, some questions. Uh, so start thinking what you want to hear. And actually, a funny story about one of our listeners that used to call in here all the time. Reggie, if you're still listening, what's up, my man? I was out in Vegas. I know you're out that way. But I was driving uh, the other day and heard you call into ESPN Radio. I was like, I know this guy. This is one of my listeners right here. So I got to get back to getting the Google number out to you guys again. I've got that written since I moved. It's somewhere. I've got to retract down what my Google number is so you guys can leave me voicemails. I can play them on the show. I can answer your questions, get you guys a little bit more involved as we get closer. Again, this is the time of year where we're really starting to there's not a lot going on in the NFL. We know that. So uh, we start building all those lists and we're talking about player profiles. And we'll do that again today. We're going to kind of get some news from the Rams that kind of came out. We're going to talk about uh, a few position groups. We're going to start looking at uh, different players trying to make the roster. Who's you know got a shot? Who doesn't? Uh, how this team is really filling in. We're going to have guests again this week as we look at downtown Rams having them on. Uh, we'll do a crossover potentially with one of our uh, upcoming games as we're doing our schedule preview series. And uh, just kind of continuing, I want to talk to the guys over at the Lockdown Chargers. Obviously, I had my girlfriend on a couple weeks ago. If you guys didn't check it out, go! I got to give her massive props. She jumped on the mic and uh, during our road trip and represented for her L.A. Chargers uh, and after that, I kind of started talking with the boys over at Lockdown Chargers. I think I'm going to have them on to kind of talk a little little more about the battle for L.A. as we step into the last year before we go into the brand new stadium, uh, which, again, every time I see it's posted online because if you're flying in or out, uh, it is hard not to take a boomerang or a video or a picture and share it with everybody. So uh, really great images still coming from the stadium. And in fact, when I was in Vegas, they're building their stadium, which I didn't realize the Raiders were going to be playing in in 2020, just like the Rams. Uh, but theirs is not very, mm, not very impressive. It just looks like a bunch of black steel in a circle and uh, still just looks very skull and bones. Uh, with the Rams, at least you're getting the figure of the stadium. You're starting to get excited. It looks like you know we're seats away from playing football in there. And uh, so I'm excited about the stadium that we have here. Obviously going to be really cool to watch football in Las Vegas as well. But man, 2020 season seems so far away, but yet it's right around the corner. Hopefully the Rams are coming off another big playoff push 
potentially a Super Bowl. And the Rams could be one of those first teams to host a Super Bowl in their own stadium. I believe they're doing the Super Bowl in 2022. They're giving us two years to kind of get all the practice rounds out of the way, what it's like to get you know fans in and out of that stadium and make sure we're all ready for the Super Bowl. It was moved back. Originally, I think we were supposed to do it the year before, but uh, due to the, the delays, uh, the Rams kind of pushed that Super Bowl back. So we'll be on the lookout for that. Uh, we're off and running, just kind of getting this voice all warmed up. We're going to kind of kick it over to some Ram stuff on the other side. But first, let's take a break. Let's get a couple words from our sponsor. We'll be back Tuesday edition, Lockdown Rams, right after this. And actually, before I cut out and cut over, I want to talk to you guys about BlueChew.com. You guys know what's up. This is what you got to be doing if you're struggling with the performance in the bedroom. This is what's going to help you out. And this isn't for you if you just can't. Get it going. This is for anybody out there for improving your sex life in the bedroom. Check this out. Blue Chew has an amazing offer for Lockdown Rams listeners. All you have to do is go to bluechew.com, enter the promo code locked in. They're going to ship to you for free. You don't have to go to the pharmacy anymore. You don't have to go see a doctor. You don't have to pay for the -the over-the-counter, the high markups that they have. Blue Chew is going to deliver right to your house. It's made here in the US of A, so the price is a lot cheaper. It gets to you faster, it comes to your door, a discreet package, you don't have to worry about being at the pharmacy and boner pills for Mr. Motter, and you're sifting through all the people, it's us for a friend of mine. No, right to your door. This has the same active ingredients as Cialis and Viagra, so you know they work. Just give it a try, Blue Chew's gonna ship it to you for free. All you have to do is pay the $5 shipping, just a small fee. Understand that you like it. From there, I promise you, you guys will be buying it again. BlueChew.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to get yours for free. BlueChew is faster, cheaper, better, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. We'll be right back, Locked On Tuesday, right after this. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back, Rams Nation, Tuesday edition, Locked On Rams. It's your host, Bear Motter, holding it down. Locked On Rams. Your team every day, only on Lockdown Podcast Network. You can find me at LA underscore Rambling Bear and the show at Lockdown Rams. Give us a follow. Say what's up. We're going to continue this going off on the Tuesday edition. We'll start with a little news. Not the best of news, but uh, I was scratching my head about this late last season. There wasn't a lot of info about it. We kind of forgot about it all off season. And I just saw on Rams Wire, they kind of talked about it. And I had to do some investigation and figure out what was going on. This is the first I heard about it. And I'm talking about strength and conditioning coach Ted Rath, who was charged with three counts of misdemeanor sexual battery stemming from an alleged incident back in 2018. He pled not guilty to those three charges last Friday as his trial began in Ventura County Superior Court. 
Again, Rath was accused by a woman of allegedly touching her inappropriately while she was sleeping at her residence last June. If you remember, he just kind of disappeared. He had this big kind of viral video of him bringing back Sean McVay. We loved him. Uh, he did some awesome stuff with our own Serena Morales, who was on our Friday Hype Edition. They did some really cool videos for the Rams media. He was always seemed to be around. He was a big part of our success last year. And then, obviously, he just kind of went missing. Uh, we didn't see him at the NFC Championship game. We didn't see him at the Super Bowl. That's when rumors started to come out about this accusation. Uh, the Rams found out about it earlier, basically asked him to step away from the team while they figured this out. They're still, um, you know, from my knowledge, they haven't released him yet. Uh, they're still going through the process. Again, that was January 15th when he was arrested and released on a $5,000 bail. So the trial has begun. He did plead not guilty. Uh, we'll keep you up to date on some of those because, again, this was what I felt a big part of the Rams team last year. You know, strength and conditioning. We talked about how healthy overall our team was and really how they bounced back, even looking at Todd Gurley. A guy that talked about in week one when he got hit in the knee, thought, man, I might be screwed for a couple games here. He even joked on a few podcasts about giving back the Rams some of their money after that signing bonus and everything like that. And it was guys like Ted Rath and the strength and conditioning and, you know, what we did in that medical group group over there to really kind of get these guys back up, uh, remain healthy throughout the year. Uh, so he was a big part of what we're doing. And we'll have to kind of keep an eye on that. Again, pleaded not guilty. Uh, the trial's begun. We'll see what happens. Again, everyone is assumed innocent until these, these processes play out. And you really hope that this isn't true because he seemed like a great guy. And really the organization in, in, as a whole hasn't had to deal with a lot of this issue before. Uh, so we'll keep an eye, a close eye on that as things kind of continue to develop for that. And then I guess while we're kind of touching on a lot of these, uh, a couple of these off the field type issues, uh, we remember we talked not too long ago with Jake, I believe, as we were talking about offensive line depth. And one of the guys that we had mentioned was Aaron Neary, uh, was a guy that had gone on and off the team. And, you know, we liked the depth. He's back on the practice squad. The Rams brought him back. Again, as we lost a couple guys on the offensive line, this was kind of one of those dark horses to make that 53-man roster uh, and be kind of some O-line depth for us and at least make that practice roster and continue to be a part of the Rams. Well, if you remember last September, he was arrested on a DUI, uh, blood alcohol level over 0.17, more than twice the legal limit. And the NFL actually, I believe this was late June when this was, we just never really talked about it, but I figured while we're recapping a few things, we'll touch on this. They announced that he's going to be suspended uh, for four games without pay during the regular season. And again, that stems from that last September uh, and the DUI. The Rams have really yet to make a public statement on where that leaves him with the team. I'm assuming they're not too worried about this right now. This is going to go kind of swept under the rug. And when he's active and able to join, which I think it makes him about September 30th, I think is when his active uh, return date would be. They'll have to reassess the situation there, see if they've got a room for the practice squad. I think he's going to have to work his way back up if there's a chance to make the 53-man roster. But, and it's not like that Jamon Brown case where he was a, at the time, a bona fide starter, uh, was brought back to the team, but then obviously then uh, traded and, and we didn't need him anymore because of, Austin Blythe and how he just stepped into the role and took over. But we'll see what happens with him. If this is a name that, you know, might've just lost his last little chance there, or if we'll see him back uh, after the suspension and if he's still going to hang around with the Rams. So we'll see how they address that as well. 
Uh, again, it's just some off-season stories that have kind of happened uh, on, you know, most for the most part, the Rams is what you like to see, staying quiet uh, as far as getting in trouble and those type of things. All good stories except for the, you know, confusion of what's going on with Todd Gurley's knee. Uh, the Rams have been pretty quiet in the off-season, which is exactly what you want, you know, especially during this time. Uh, they just finished OTAs and their little mini camp. They take about this three, four weeks in between coming back to camp Uh, You want it to be a quiet period of time, and thankfully, for the most part, it has been no major news coming out from any of the big players. And in fact, I I looked it up. I was so excited. We are 62 days away till week one, and we're 19 days away from training camp. I guess you might as well minus one uh, because this is being recorded a day early. So 18 days away from training camp and 61 days uh, from seeing our Rams out in uniform playing opening day on the road versus Carolina, which Todd Gurley seems pretty excited about, getting back to Carolina to open the season. Uh, a lot of question about him and his knee. I think he's really excited to you know, basically open away, but also home. Uh, Todd Gurley, Carolina boy, so gets to return home and, and hopefully show out week one and quiet a lot of people and get some people that picked him up, you know, maybe second round, early third round, depending on your fantasy league, and uh, hopefully have a, the beginning to a great season. So I rambled on for a lot longer than I thought I would there. We'll take another break. We'll step aside. We'll be back on the other side a little bit more with some more Rams news. Tuesday edition, Lockdown Rams, right after this. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Rams Nation, we are back. Third and final segment of the Tuesday edition of Lockdown Rams. I'm your host, Bear Motter, running you through it all. We're going to have some guests on this week. We're going to talk with downtown Rams. We're going to continue to break down some of the roster spots I have a few things I didn't get to today because, of course, they don't call me L.A. Rambling Bear for nothing. I kind of got off and running and got talking here. So we're going to kind of pick up some of these topics the rest of the week. But I did see something, and we had a couple negative things today that we had to talk about as far as some of the off-the-field issues uh, coming into this Ram season and and dealing with some of those. Not major, major, but enough to kind of put a little damper things. So I'm going to flip the script and talk a a couple positive things. And uh, one is just simple enough guys coming back that I'm excited about. And it started all with a tweet that the Los Angeles Rams put out. And they basically tagged Jake McQuaid. They tagged Johnny Hecker and then did a little hashtag Greg the leg. Apparently, I don't think he's on Twitter. And it was simple, man. It just said, yep, the gang's all here. Uh, Clicking into the story, it basically just talked about the Rams as having one of the most elite special teams unit in the NFL 
And they're all coming back. You know, we, we talk about new additions and people that left, and we'll talk about that over the next couple episodes as we start to kind of do predictions for the upcoming season and picking, you know, who the MVP of the team is going to be, who's going to be the breakout star, who's going to be the biggest surprise player, MVP, comeback player, most improved, all those things as we start to kind of break this down with some of our predictions leading up to the season. Uh, but one thing that we can rest our hats on and understand is that we brought all of the major players back on the special teams unit. I mean, you're talking about Greg DeLeg, who hit possibly the biggest kick in Rams history uh, with that game-winner 57-yard field goal in overtime to beat the Saints in New Orleans. Uh, it is actually the longest converted overtime playoff field goal in NFL history. <gasps> Whew. And over the last two years, Greg Zerline has made 91.5% of his field goals, 65 of 71, scoring 274 points. He has been at the top in scoring in the NFL the last couple seasons and really, due to just a few injuries, uh, really held him as far as getting the record a couple times. So uh, just amazing to think him coming back. He was actually quoted talking to the Lincoln Journal star uh, about this upcoming 2019 season. And they basically asked him, it's his final year coming into his contract. Like, what do you have to improve and how can you? And he basically said, there's always things you can clean up. Going into fall camp with three weeks left, I think I'm ready to get things started and see what happens. I mean, you're talking about a guy who will go down as probably the greatest Rams kicker ever. And he's looking at how to get better. You know, I mean, that is the aura around this team. You're looking at Aaron Donald's sack monster, back-to-back defensive player of the year, up for ESPYs, you know, best NFL performer, all that stuff. And and this is the type of stuff that kind of bleeds into the rest of your team. And and we see it here with Greg the Leg. Uh, and he really talked about that kick and making that kick. He'll never forget it. And really the excitement that was in the locker room, being around the guys after winning those games, uh, is second to none and something no other person gets to experience in that locker room. That was a quote from him talking about uh, making that kick last year. So excited to have him back and a healthy Greg. It was funny talking about that 65 of 71 kicks. I can almost picture in the last two years a couple of those that he missed and they're just shocking when when they don't go in, right? And that was the weird thing about that pressure of the last two field goals that he kicked in those New Orleans Saints game is in your head you're thinking, man, this has got to be auto. This guy's automatic, but this is 57 yarders in overtime under the pressure, under the noise. Uh, And for him to be able to deliver is just amazing and not have to worry about that. Look at the Chicago Bears, a team that, you know, I I believe won 11 games last year, won the division for the first time in a long time over, you know, finally over uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers uh, and, you know, dealt with the Vikings, had one of the best defenses, shut down our offense when we went out to Chicago and still probably one of our toughest defenses we're going to face this coming year. But they couldn't win a game simply on the fact of they didn't have a kicker. You know, double doinks, a kick to win the game from, I think, 37 yards, something not not crazy, right? And here's our guy from 57 yards putting it through right down the middle, sending us to the Super Bowl. So it's the little things in the game that you start to overlook as you, you look at the big picture and you're talking Aaron Donald on the defense and Todd Gurley on the offense and all these big names, big weapons. And the kicking game has been so 
solid for us and consistent. It's something that you kind of take for granted. But when the Rams tweeted that out today, I was like, I got to talk about this, how excited I am about these guys all returning and kind of continuing on uh, with the guys that are coming back, obviously. Johnny Hecker, who for a long time in the last handful of years became one of the best players on our team. And in a weird way, in a good way, and a not good way, uh, you never really want your punter to be the best player because obviously you don't want to see him punting a lot. But when he was, he was putting people inside the 20 every time he punted. He was a weapon. He still is a weapon. Uh, but the Rams have not had to use him as much. He punted a career low 43 times last season. He also finished second in net punting average with 43 yards per punt. So even you know, even when he's not punting, the guy's set, you know releasing bombs. We all remember uh, that massive, you know, almost 70-yard punt that he did in the Super Bowl, which was also a Super Bowl record for longest punt. On top of that 43-yard punt per average, it was only 0.2 yards behind the league leader, uh, which was Thomas Morstad of the New Orleans Saints. And talking about those touchbacks, he only had two punts land in the end zone for touchback, and 21 of them were down inside the 20-yard line. Um, that's 49% of the punts uh, that were down inside the 20. Not too bad for a guy that only punts uh, 43 times last year. So uh, he's been consistent as far as the punting, and also he adds that extra value of the fake punt. Uh, we've seen him many times come up into shotgun and start calling people around some, most of the times to try to draw a team off sides, but it keeps you thinking, right? Because uh, we saw it with a uh, pass to Sam Shields in one game. We saw it in a playoff game where he you know, took the ball, rolled out, uh, very dangerous with the run as well. There was one even earlier in the season in New Orleans, which we all thought that he converted. Uh, they said no, but uh, the, he adds that value of you can't just drop guys back. You can't really rush to try to block them because at the same time you can just pull up and drop one over the top. So the addition that he adds as a thrower, uh, there's been multiple jokes even when Mannion was here that if Jared Goff went down, just give the ball to Johnny Hecker and let him go to work because he's got a, a pretty good arm. So uh, the fact that he's probably you know top three punters in the league, but also uh, has to be top three fake punters in the league as well, uh, just adds that extra little bit to him um, which we love so much. And then obviously what we've seen him do in the community around here. And if you've ever been out to training camp, uh, just the way that he interacts with the fans, you know, I tell this story, but one of the first camps we were there, not a ton of people. It's grown over the last few years, obviously, but uh, he's always a prankster out there. He, he filled up a water gun with a mixture of glitter and water and was kind of out there spraying all the rookies and stuff. And he was hanging out with the fans while doing this. So it was kind of fun to interact with him again. If you guys get a chance to go out uh, during camp, Go check it out. I highly recommend that. Um, and then obviously, Jake McQuaid returning for his ninth season with the Rams makes him the longest tenured player on the club's roster. He signed through 2020. Uh, he inked a three-year deal last March. So we've got him through the 2020 season. A guy that, again, I think has always got a spot on the team just because of how solid he's been um, delivering those snaps, obviously, to Hecker and to Greg Zerline. And actually, Hecker's the holder who's been holding it down, if you know what I mean. Uh, so those three guys alone have just been amazing. And then looking at the returner uh, position, Jojo Natson uh, seemed to really kind of carve out a niche for himself on the team after we traded Farrell Cooper. Uh, he was went on the injury reserve list, obviously came back. We traded him to the Arizona Cardinals. We found a 
you know, new returner in Jojo Natson. And really one of the, the things that we'll continue to talk about is Daryl Henderson. And, and in his addition to this, he had some experience as a kick returner at Memphis. So we may look to get him involved. I mean, you're, you're talking about dra- moving up in the draft uh, to the third round to get a guy. You got Todd Gurley. You got Malcolm Brown. Maybe you're worried about how much this man can touch the ball. Throw him back there as a kick returner. Uh, or mix them in with JoJo at the punt returner. This is something you'll want to keep an eye on that we'll talk about uh, when we get into camp if there are camp battles with this. But JoJo Natson always loved it. I mean, he got a lot of crap for a couple of the muffs and a couple of the mistakes that he made later in the year. But I think overall as a returner, this guy is extremely dangerous. He was, as James used to always like to mention, the smallest guy in the NFL. Uh, But when he got going upfield at full speed, he was dangerous, almost broke a couple of them. Uh, we got to see him break through and get one of those touchdowns next year. But exciting top to bottom on the special teams unit. So I kind of wanted to finish off with those guys. Give them some love because we're constantly talking about the defense and the offense. And you kind of forget. You always hear this, and it's cliche. I say it throughout the season. Three phases of football. You hear it all over the place. And it is so true for this Rams team that they really would have, they would not have gotten as far as they did without the three phases um, really leaning on Greg the leg to convert every time we get him inside an opportunity. This offense has been able to move the football. If they can't score, they get within Greg Zerline range and allow him to kind of knock it through. And if they can't get within range, there's Johnny Hecker to kind of punt it down the field and trap someone inside the 20. So uh, it's really been a weapon uh, offensively and really in the, the defensive way as far as the punting goes. So, uh, so excited to see these guys back. No guys coming off massive injuries. No guys coming in on contract talks. We're all just excited to be here. Uh, these guys are going to be great for the 2019 season, and we'll talk about them more as we continue on. But I'm glad to be back on the mic. Took a couple days off over the the holiday. Had some family in town, but I'm excited to be back to you guys. We're going to have the rest of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday episodes for you guys to dig into some more Rams content. Again, questions, comments, concerns. Want to hear me talk about a position group, a player? Hit me up, LA underscore Rambling Bear. Lockdown Rams on Twitter. Hit me up, lockdownrams at gmail.com. If you are on the email forum, hit me up, Facebook. Let me know what's going on. If you want to hear something let me know we are excited to keep going if you couldn't tell i had my coffee today and i am ready to go again 18 days away to the opening of training camp we will be there college boy let me know what's going on who's going to the training camp it's going to be fun and it's going to be exciting to see some of these guys out in the rams horns on the field getting some autographs getting up close and personal with these guys but you know what it is rams nation until next time Peace. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 